Podcaster Janelle. Hello. And the cat lady herself, Shannon. Hey. Hey. Okay, so a few housekeeping, well, not housekeeping things, but um, I don't talk about the podcast a lot on the podcast, but just wanted to mention a few things because um, I actually got off my butt and like looked at um, our account and um, looked at. I do keep I do keep up with like Twitters and comments and things, but you know there's usually so much going on, stuff flies in and out of my head, and I have to be reminded of things. So I do have noticed that our um, follower list on SoundCloud has went up to 77 followers. Thank you to all you guys that are new followers with us. Thank you, everybody. Um, new people that have been following and hearting us and reposting us. It's very nice and we love it. it we love you nice. guys. Yeah, it makes me feel nice and warm inside. Um, also, we like to, the cats that we hoard. Don't, don't, don't listen to shit. Um, and um, also to you guys that have been um, retweeting us as well. Um, I also want to mention that this, you know, Guys, if you guys, if any of you guys want to give us feedback on this, this is great because I don't know if it's just that if it's the titles that I'm putting on the podcast or if it's the actual podcast itself or what it is because every now and again, the last time this happened was like April of 2015, we have a podcast explodes and gets over a thousand and some listens. Our last po- our podcast before last, which was um, uh, the title of it is "Baby, Baby, Wait, Is She Pregnant with Taehyun's Baby?" Which um, uh, also um, included uh, one of our podcasters, dear sweet Noah, and um, from the European countries, and um, also uh, we watched the trio trio of winner MVs on that. Um, podcast. We have a thousand and two hundred and some listens on that one. Now, if anybody would like to enlighten to me as to what they maybe think is 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 it that we talk is it that we discuss winner? Is it the title? Uh is it is it the podcasters themselves? You guys want to see more Noah? Hear more I mean hear more Noah? I mean I just I, I'm just curious, <laughs> you know, what causes these huge explosions. Um, Let's now say it's and again, Noah. Huh? Let's just say it's Noah. 
it did bother me. And I mean, Noah, Noah's, Noah's very um, opinionated and, and interesting to listen to. Um, but yeah, I mean, if anybody has any ideas, or I would be, yeah, I, that would be very glad to hear them. Um, after all, you guys are, you know, what we do this for. So, um, and we, you know, we want to do things that we think would be interesting for you guys to listen to. So, if you have any um, insight into what causes us to go in, over into the um, four digits, um, or you know, what you guys maybe want to hear more of, or whatever, let us know um, on SoundCloud or on Twitter, please. Um, also, I also want to give a shout out to. Um, a new podcast. I did not know. Apparently, there's a, a another podcast out now that's um, doing some uh, K-pop um, discussion and talk. They're called Jinja Cha. Um, we um, are following them. Uh, they followed us first and um, also reposted us. And I was like, okay, you know, solidarity and K-pop podcast, man, whatever. And um, <laughs> um, for those of you guys, um, some of you that may be listening to this I have mentioned the read is one of my fave podcasts out there right now and I think Jincha Cha um, is kind of kind uh, I think that's their thing is kind of um, they're formatting themselves after being like a, a, a k-pop the read which is really interesting I mean if you got the right people to do that man people's people's weaves will be pulled um, uh, so um, yeah they gave us support so I'm shouting out to them. Give them support. Um, much love to them. Hey, maybe we can do something, you know, do some cross promotion, whatever, you know, whatever comes up um, in the future. But um, big ups to them for their venture and much love and, you know, um, you know, much support and hope everything goes out well with Jean Jacha. Yeah, so um, on to this podcast. Yeah, so um, we don't have a whole lot to talk about today. Um, I will say that um, we are, um, despite uh, the length of our last podcast, um, I am trying to actively um, shorten things up, if appropriate. Um, it does seem that a lot of, we didn't have a whole lot going on this week, so... Um, this podcast would maybe shorter than normal, and I'm sure for most of you that is fine. Um, we are still going to do uh, some music video um, video watches. This is video watches because one of these things are not a music video, but it's still important, I think. And um, we're actually going to do that first this time. Um, so. Uh, switching it out on you, so if you guys don't care for that, um, actually let me know. Actually, let us know, and then also fast forward. Um, first thing I wanted us to watch together because Janelle and Shannon somehow have not seen this, even though I announced talked about it last week um, on this past Inky Gaio, um, They've been talking about it all weeks. The special stage. Um, kind of anoint, basically, this is kind of the official anointing of G-Friend and TWICE is the new generation girl groups. Um, members of G-Friend and TWICE 
basically got together and did a special stage. They basically sung G together. And people were fan chanting all over the place. Well, the guys were, because the only voices you could hear were male voices. But, um, like I said, it was it was very kind of weird, like, anointing, okay, you are the next generation, go out and make us money sort of thing. Um, but it, I, I liked it. Um, like I was saying, I'm, I'm warming up to this new generation of K-pop stars, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to actually remember their names and faces and things like that. So um, it's cool. Um, I just, I found this on Soompi, um Right, we were just talking about who was doing whose part. Um, I did know going into this that, um, and this, you know, some of the Twice fans were kind of upset over this. The Japanese line was left out of this, um, but it was four members of Girlfriend and five members of Twice, um, obviously making nine. So um, the original nine. So we've got. Wherefore? Uh, Where? What? <laughs> what? Shannon? This is funny that we have to say it's the original nine now. It's like kind of depressing. Makes me feel it old. is, but you know, it is what it is. And apparently, you know, is. Jessica's coming back as a solo artist. So, you know, she's, she not, she, she's not giving up oh, on the I'm, kind of, I'm just, I will forever be pressed that I'm never going to get the Junk Sister subunit. It's already I? produced and it exists. No, but she's no listen. longer under SM anymore. She left. I'm Still pressed about the last episode of Wild Bunny, and that was like six years ago. So <laughs> I know, but it exists. It's already produced. It's mass produced. Like it's there, and I'm just never gonna see it. I don't know. I I feel like I don't know. The whole situation was so weird. I feel like SM though. I get the feeling that they're kind of like they. That there's a sense of regret over this. Like if they could have kept Jessica and under any circumstances they would have. So I think if she came back, if she even like barely like like set out an olive twig branch, they would be like, yes, of course. I mean, I don't know if she would be able to be back with the group because who knows whatever problems were there. But I don't know. I feel like if she wanted to get back with SM down the road, I don't think it's the same situation as like JYJ where they've just totally... You know that that you know that whole situation is broken. But Jessica, I, I, don't, I, think I don't. I I can see SM being like the one to just burn all bridges and not care. <laughs> SM is kind of like that crazy ex you have, where every once in a while you just sit back and you go, "Why did we break?" Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that I think in this situation with Jessica, they're the ones that's the crazy. Ex that's like, I'll take you back. You know, they're driving slowly past the house at like 12 a.m. in midnight, being like, No, I love you, baby. You know, let's get back together. I didn't mean all those things I said. And then when you say no, SM is the one that slashes three out of four of your tires because then the <laughs> insurance company assumes you did it and you have to pay for them out of pocket and you don't get it covered, unlike if they slashed all four. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let's go for it. So, who's being who's who here? Um, for those of you that are wondering, um, uh, I don't know all of the G friend girls, but uh, I can kind of figure it out because I know the Twice girls a little bit. So, Sinbi, I think she's from G friend. That sounds like a G friend girl. Uh, is doing Sohyun's parts. Nayeon from Twice is doing Tiffany's. Yeren from uh, G 
Gfriend is Yuna's parts. Uh, Chihyo uh, is, uh, from Twice is, is Jessica. Jungyeon, um, I don't really know about her. Sunny. Sowon, she sounds like a Gfriend girl. Sooyoung. Dahyun, I know she's Twice, is Hyoyeon. Yuju, uh, I believe she's Gfriend, is Taeyeon. And Chuyu, of course you know she's Twice, is Yuri. Um, also, just want to mention that Sinbi and Jessica look a, very much alike, so um, that's kind of funny. Um, so, yes, for those of you that are kind of interested in that. Um, are you guys on sync video with me? No, I need the I link again. Yeah, I didn't get a link. Oh, I have the link. Okay, let me post it again. Uh, shout out, uh, just in case Sync Video might, somebody from Sync Video might be listening to this, um, that this is what I'm using. It's a pretty good, uh, website where you can watch, um, YouTube videos or Vimeo videos with groups of people. You just, uh, kind of make your own room and, um, send people a link and you guys watch them together. So, uh, names like... Babbling Buffalo or Rabbit Cat. I got this time. I like that. I can go with Rabbit Cat. <laughs> yeah, they do. I was going as NYAN, but they do give you like randomly generated like usernames going into here. And they're also automatically private unless you um, register. So that's that's good because most people I would think would want to have private rooms. So. I, I'm going to. Um, Assume that rabbit cat and womanly Indo Chinese tiger are yeah. both of you guys? Well, no, I'm not in there yet. I still haven't gotten a link. See, I'm on my phone and it's really dumb, so I don't. Oh, get... okay. We'll wait for you. Oh, I see here. I see this on the side. Rabbit Let cat me is on. Disconnect my phone. There. Okay. Now I'm on my computer. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I can hear you fine. Hello? Hello? Hi. Is everyone hearing everybody? Uh, yeah. Oh, and in case anyone's ever wondering, Trident Layers, not the, worth the hype. If anyone ever paid me Trident Layers, I'd be so angry. This flavor does not last, like, at all. <laughs> and I was super excited because it is blueberry and orange, like, two of my favorite flavors. I don't, I don't trust those ever. You get like two chews, and then it's like not even like good gum flavor. It's kind of like the like juicy I fruit, like after the flavor the goes away, kind of gum. Mm -hmm. I never trust the flavored gum. You get the flavor for like 0.5 seconds, and then it just goes away. It's and like it's soggy like bread gum. Like that's the only way I can describe it. Danelle, <laughs> <laughs> do you need the um, link again? Yeah, because it didn't yeah, show yeah. up. I yeah, yeah. I see. There we go. There we go. Uh, Google Hangouts is nice, but I can never get it to work properly. Oh. Hooray. Hooray. Thirsty Elephant. All right, guys. <laughs> I love these names. Like, I just, they're so much fun. They're always animal-based, and they're so yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, sync uh, video, you guys have some interesting um, names. So, okay, first thing we're going to do, um, since this is so important, um, I don't know, I feel like this is 
you know, like I said, this is like the our official, you know, they always have the young groups do like the adult ceremony song on, on the music shows. This is like the anointing of the new girl groups, having them perform G together. So, um, yeah, I just went over who's who. So this is the special stage, G Friend and Twice, um, doing G on this week's Inkigayo. Which Mama Moo won! Woo! Woo! So as you can see, there's a carousel, lots of horses. Wow, she really does look a shit ton like Jessica. It's almost creepy. The feels. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's it's Although, really weird. It's weird because this is like my least favorite SNSD song, other than Who. Nobody did the beginning talking part. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird because I was like, somebody totally could have done that, but they didn't. So I, I don't know. How old is Jung Young? Because her shirt says "I love cold beer." Oh, <laughs> yes, it does. I. You know what? I don't know, but I. From what I've heard, that's. This is very odd, like, very common in Korea. Like, old people will be walking around the this, this streets with t-shirts saying, fuck the world. And they'll just be like, what a, you know, like, they'll be not, no wiser. Like, I guess it's the English barrier. Like, I have a feeling they're probably looking for similar looking shirts. And they were just like, whatever. They're like, that'll work. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's exactly what happened. So I don't know what happened. I've been kicked out of the room, but I had the video on cue anyway. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're still watching it? I'm still watching it. I might not be in sync with you guys, but I'm watching it. Okay, cool. I'm on so the chorus right of... now. Okay. What do you guys think of the of the stage so far? I mean, it's not bad, but I mean, I just don't, not a big fan of the song, because it's just a little too cute for me. But, I get why they did it, and I guess it works. Pretty good. I mean, like, okay, just looks-wise, it's very appealing. That's why I said, this would be the ultimate super group. Yeah. They actually have, like, stage presence, which is unusual for this generation I, I feel like for the groups I've seen like they haven't quite found their presence yet but these two groups seem to be comfortable on stage yeah well yeah I mean like I said it's just like anointing them as you are the two new girl groups of the generation and it's it's freaking you out because that one girl that looks so much like Jessica Sinby and is doing Jessica's parts uh oh yeah. Okay, we just had some sort of... I just got kicked out of the room. Holy crap. Okay. Okay. It wasn't just me. And there's nothing wrong with my internet connection. Not with mine either. Okay. Alright. Technical difficulties. Um... I'm still watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just going to do this again. I love Jihyo. 
I'm not no, getting attached to any of these girls because they're either going to get kicked out of the group or the group's going to fail. So I'm not getting attached to anybody. Okay, <laughs> don't be a negative Nancy because you tend to always pick the wrong girl groups. Shannon. It's not my fault. Don't crush my dreams. <laughs> not I my fault that I got invested in Sonamu about because a year after they Because you picked CLC and the rest of us were <laughs> listening to G-Friend and Twice. Let's take my life. <laughs> okay, let me post the thing. Rainbow gets a week and a half. We'll talk about that. Okay, it's the same link, so it should have the video on there. Let's see if you guys can... You say it's a link to the thing, but it's probably like, surprise, biatch, Rainbow got cancelled. <laughs> okay, um, Terrific Blue Whale, I That's see me. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Where are you, Shannon? Names are awesome. It's coming eventually, maybe. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm damaged leopard. It's going with the cat thing. This thing knows me. It's all kind of a little creepy. <laughs> they know you. They've tracked your damaged leopard. Okay, that's very appropriate. That's sad. All right. Damage. Uh, let's start the halfway I'm like that cute little damaged stuffed animal that's on the like discounted shelf, but it's kind of like missing like half an eye, and you're attached to it because it's just so wonky and adorable. You have to have it. You would be the one to take the 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 stuffed animal with missing an eye. Going back to my earlier comment, Jongyang is 19 international but 20 in Korea, so that means she can drink, so the shirt's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just so that we can get that, you know. Well, in case but Matt I really do like... think they just were looking for similar shirts, and we're like, oh, this looks fine. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. Well, it's like when Mark from Got7 had a shirt that said, like, Puff Puff Pass or something. I'm like, you know what that means. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's the big thing in Korea, too. There's, like, hot leaves everywhere. Even though, like, it's like really super hot. illegal. We all, yeah, we all know their, their um, thing on weed. Oh, jeez. So pretty. Someday when I'm rich and I have money because I killed my ex-husband, I'm totally going to have this kind of hair. And by the way, just in case everyone's like worried for it, I don't actually have an ex-husband. It's imaginary. Uh, this is the part I kind of was disappointed in because at that part, Hyoyeon always does this like crazy jump and like cheesy jump in the air. She didn't commit, fully commit to it. At least their vocals are good. I mean, they're live, so yeah. So. I mean, I think G is like perfectly within their range ranges. Yay, little hearts. Okay, so what did we think of that? Hmm? It's a solid collaboration. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, did you guys get a feeling? Of, I mean, the main thing, reason why I added that was because I felt like it was just so 
like I said, it's it's I. Twi G friend and Twice are very much like the next generation of girl groups, you know, going on here. So it just seems so overly appropriate to have them singing one of the biggest girl group songs of all time mm -hmm. together on stage. I mean, yeah. I mean, like more than saying showing their terrific dancers because G is not very hard choreography. Same thing vocally, sort of, but like you said, it's like they're singing Girls' Generation song and like they're working together. So obviously, like they're kind of a big deal now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the perfect song, and I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like they're trying to make like a moment, quote unquote, with this, and I guess it worked on me because I was like, you know. Oh my gosh, they're singing SNSD together. This means something, even though it may not mean anything. I think it'd be interesting to see how um, the Korean population took it because G is uh, not just like fandom popular, like that took the whole country by oh, yeah, storm. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, everyone, yeah. even if you don't like Girls' Generation, everyone in Korea knows G. So it'd be interesting to see what the general population, not just like the fandom base, thought of the special stage. Well, see, that's the thing is like because those are the two most popular groups now, and like they're kind of it's kind of understood that okay, you know, it's G Friend versus Twice right now for the girl group crown. So to have them together and doing, I mean, this is like, you know, if back in the day if they had, I mean, I you know, I don't have a huge. Um, knowledge of old school girl groups. I'm sorry, guys, but if they, I mean, they, but they did have, I mean, SNSD and um, Wonder Girls did do collaborations back in the day. They did each other songs and things like that. Um, so it's the same thing now. It's just, you know, I, I don't know. I just find it interesting that like to come, kind of come in on the beginning of that, because I guess because with the current generation, we've been with the current generation of idols for so long. And for me, at least, I know, or for a lot of us, we came in in the middle of it or just at the beginning of it or whatever. So now we're starting to see this new generation come in, and they're so young, and these people were born when I was, like, you know, learning how to color inside the lines and crap. I mean, so, <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Just I did want to mention before we go on to the other videos, um, uh, interesting little tidbit. Um, me being the um, cynical um, K-pop person that I am, I instantly um, called bullshit on this on our Twitter. But, you know, after reading this again, I thought it was kind of interesting. So, everyone knows G-Friend uh, after, you know, um, having done their finishing up their um, promotions on Rough after having a really successful promotional period. And basically, Glass Bead, Megustus 2, and Rough were like uh, at their schoolgirl trilogy, something, something, something. So after this, they're going to be going on to something else. No one knows what that is. But it's part of this bigger concept of some sort. Um, so they, um, their CEO, producer CEO, So Sung Jin, was um, recently interviewed, and um, basically he kind of was like, you know, 
we're, that they're never going to do certain things with GFriend. So it, he has this. It's interesting. You don't usually hear this, and and um, especially in in concerns with girl groups. Sometimes with guy groups, um, but with girl groups a lot. So like when they're talking to him about the creation of the girl group, he was like, you know. I didn't have a clear identity or concept in mind. I knew I wanted to make a girl group based on a really good song. I cast junior high school members, and they became G-Friend. I needed a team that could earn a fandom, and the members are young, so I didn't want a sexy concept and decided on an innocent concept, but a specific type of innocent concept. And it was then that I saw pictures and old resources of SDS, Finkel, and SNSD on different community sites and drew inspiration from it. And now there was a niche in the market and began training the kids to fit that. The girl groups that were already outshot their music videos, pretty much sh showing off their pretty visuals on film sets. And no matter how we glammed up our kids with makeup, they were still rookies and it looked obvious. So we decided to set ourselves apart from the other girl groups by shooting the music videos not on a set, but outside in the real world. And it's now become something of their own unique thing and I'm greatly satisfied with it, which I didn't think about before, but that's true. They always G-friend usually has a majority of like their MVs are outside. Um, he goes on to say, I also realize it's only now that they'll look they'll, that they'll look this way and I want to show that, that so we purposefully dressed them in plain white t-shirts and white skirts and barely any makeup. The girls are bound to mature and become prettier in three to four years. <clears throat> but I didn't want to show their prettiness all at once. I wanted to show them as they are in this moment. Boy groups are also known for strict choreographies, but girl groups don't have that. Infinite and Teen Top are known for their intricate choreographies, right? Glass Bead has a harder dance than it looks. I had their dance trainer rehearse with them on repeat for seven months. We continued the trend of having difficult dance routines with Megustus too, and have slowly made it our unique and distinguishing factor. And then they asked him, what is your ultimate goal for G-Friend? girlfriend and he says it's still something I'm working on but a staff said something to me and it's that we are never going to have a new member or have a member leave and leave in the group um, last words even if there's a member who is lacking in something or is isn't as popular as the others we're never going to change the members or add new ones and I'm going to find a goal for the group that doesn't shatter what they stand for which apparently um, and this excerpt wasn't translated, but he did say somewhat they will never do a sexy concept. So it's kind of interesting um, that he has uh, this much kind of involvement in the group, but, um, you know, I, I can't help but be cynical somewhat. But at the same time, I do kind of hope G-Friend succeeds um, because I, I do, I am kind of on board with the whole, that was one thing that kind of drew me to them in the beginning was, was the choreography. I was like, hey, they're actually doing, they're actually doing choreography, which you don't see with, um, with girl groups very often. So that was, you know, that was a, a smart thing on their point. Um, again, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here since they've been doing the school girl thing for you know, three promotion rounds. So, I mean, what do you guys think that they'll do next? What do you think is there was a possible next, I guess, mm -hmm. concept for them? I mean, because okay, they did the, the the they did the school goal trio thing. So I guess to me, Ruff was like, they're leaving school, they're growing up. So like, 
know, what's the next stage of that and how do you, you know, how do you, uh, I guess, express that in, a, you know, in a non-sexy way and, I mean, I guess they're trying, going to try and do something a little more mature but still capturing that sort of G-friend innocence, I guess. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I don't know. It's not that I don't like what he said, because it's not bad. But it's, <laughs> how long can you carry on that schoolgirl concept well, without it getting, like, it, it weird? It becomes creepy. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Is like, it from what they said, at least, the schoolgirl thing is over. Like that that was a that was for the three songs and that was their schoolgirl trilogy, so they're moving on to something else. So my whole thing is like, okay, so what's the next? It's just weird. What, like, what, is, what is the next thing? You know, I now I can't even think of what that is. And he's saying that we're not going to do sexy concepts. So, I mean, it, it's not going to be like their freshman year of college. Um, I I don't you know I'm just I'm you know. I, I wanted to pick your brains about it, too, because I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, well, what is the, what would be the next? I mean, it's just weird, because, like, I get, I like, I like when groups, when they're that young, stay, like, towards the cute and more innocent images, because it's weird when you see, like, 14 and 15 and 16-year-olds doing, like, don't get me wrong, I love chocolate songs, but those videos were really awkward, because two of them were, like, 13, as they're, like, humping chairs, and I'm like, child, no, stop, put it down, well, like, Tinkerbell's a good song, but no. Well, see, see, their CEO says he. So, like, I like that they're saying, but it's kind of weird when he's like, "We're never gonna do sexy. We're never gonna do that." I'm like, it's also gonna be really weird if they're doing like cute concepts at like 29, 27, 28. Like, when they start doing like uber cute at 20, it's it's creepy. It's like infantizing them. So I don't know. Like, I'm kind of it's. I don't like how don't he's know. speaking only like in like extremes. Like, it's never going to be this, it's only going to be that. It's never going to be this, it's only going to be that. Like, yeah. even these girls in Wicker Room, you don't know where they're going to want to be in, like, eight years. They might yeah. want to be kind of more, like, less rainbow, but more sister. Like, you don't know where they're going to want to be in eight years. They might be okay with kind of sort of sexy, but not, like, in-your-face Ronnie is sexy. They might want to be Ronnie sexy. You don't know. I mean, these girls right now are, what, mostly 17, 18, 19? Yeah. Like, well, the thing I was thinking was, I was just kind of thinking about past girl group concepts, and I was like, maybe something in the area of, like, early Kara and SNSD, maybe... Are we talking, like, like maybe that Kara did that, their member switch, or, like, like super oh, no, early like Kara that, that failed, be, or, like, that beginning be Kara that... <laughs> no, like that might be the style that they go toward, like in general, like like the kind of feeling. Because I think early Kara kind of did a good balance between. Well, I think Kara in general always had kind of a good balance between cute and sexy. They did. You could tell the cute the members who were leaned towards cute felt comfortable with their concepts, and the ones that felt leap more towards sexy felt comfortable. They had the balance unlike Secret. Like I love Secret and they're like my babies, but you can always no, tell was who's comfortable like, in the concepts and who's not. They just jumped between one and the other, which just Yeah, that irritated me to no end. Um I, especially because I was a fan of their their sexier side because their songs were better. But anyway. Um oh, yeah. nobody listens to Starlight Moonlight. 
And I say this is. I did event. kind of like it, but it just was not. It reminds me like of like baby powder. Like, yeah, it if, was. If it had a smell, it would smell like baby powder. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but that's what I think of whenever I think of Star Like when like it has like. I mean, essence of, like, it was. I mean, it was a baby powder. song. It was like something you would sing to your your like your baby if you have a baby and like your. You know, you're singing to them to get them to go to sleep. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I could see them succeeding with that kind of thing. Um, but I, I don't know. I was just kind of, I was thinking about it, and after having watched that that um, Zach, uh, special stage and things, and, you know, G-Friend's so hot right now. And, um, you know, it's just kind of interesting. You know, where are they going to go next? What are they going to do? We don't know. Mm. It's oh, it's interesting, but um, I don't know. You guys don't seem to have. I don't know. I'm I'm more uh, into the girl groups in general, but you guys don't seem to have as much of a, uh, um, I guess, investment in G Friend or Twice. I didn't either. Oh no, I love. Now, I have no investment in any girl group right now that is past. Did you did you claim? Except for the ones that are, are failing. Yes. <laughs> Listen, even my record before 2013 is terrible. I have FX. Everybody else is sunk. You do. You do. I mean, against all odds, only because those girls refused to be locked in the basement. Yeah, and it's sad when that's that's my soul shiny like. Look, FX isn't dead. That's that's my winner right there. Is FX? That's how you know I pick losers. <laughs> I love my babies, but Korea doesn't love them back. Okay, last thing before we go forward with the MVs. So Twice and G Friend. If these are if they're the new Wonder Girls Girls Generation of this generation, who would you guys say that you're more partial towards? Twice. I okay. don't know what it is about JYP groups. I always lean towards them for some reason. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's not like I don't like G-Friend. I do. But, like, there's just... <laughs> maybe it's just because, like, I watched their... I watched 16, and now I'm watching the new reality show they're doing. But, like, I've got a better feel for them, and I really like their personalities, so... Yeah. I mean, that's those are all... I mean, that's why they do those shows, to Yeah. Alright, you Shannon. I'm so sorry, Janelle, but I also like twice more. Yay! So I just sunk <laughs> them. They're going to fail. Nope. Oh I'm no! So no! No! Oh, I'm so sorry. Ashley made me admit it. No, it doesn't. It's in the re- air. Your, your reach does not go toward to JYP. I, I want to bet. <laughs> I liked Got Seven in the beginning. You want to bet? <laughs> Okay, got seven still doing okay. Um, okay, I will say because I was with um, twice from the beginning, so I will say twice. But I am warming up to G Friend as the alternative because I always feel like I like I like having the two sides of the same coin type of thing. So I always like having you know we have twice here, which is a lot more. They're more. Um, uh, not aggressive, but um, they're sassier and whatnot, you know, with their image and music. But then, you know, we have G Friend. It's you know, they're a little bit more innocent stuff, but they've got you know the kick-ass choreography. They've got less people. They've got the different kind of music. They they complement each other very well. So 
I'm excited. So for you know, I hope you know with whatever they end up doing next that we see some good stuff from them and um, we don't see any more you know um, uh, Red Robin you know musical chairs with those with these girl group members. Okay, everybody ready for the next MV? Yeah. yeah. Is anybody aware that Fiesta came out with a new song and uh, mini yes. album? This yes, week? I did not, which I should feel bad because I don't really follow them, but I love everything they put out. So Yeah. The thing with Fiesta and, and see, the thing with them, and I feel bad because, um, you know, they, um, I feel with Fiesta is that they are good, but they, they don't, they usually, you know, they don't pick songs that are guaranteed. They don't. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to the next one. They don't tend to pick whatever you know is guaranteed to, um, you know, be something that's good with the public. You know, so you know they pick songs that are good, but they're not like general public good. You know, sort of thing. Yeah. Oh and, my God! I didn't know. Sorry, we were gonna do you. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> so, um, I really like this song. I mean, I like most of the stuff that Fiesta has done from the very beginning. But when they first came out and they had, uh, if and for those of you who don't know, they had an extra member who left named Cheska. She's actually Korean-American. And she was kind of like the quirky one in the group. And um, she ended up leaving, I think, after, before um, Hanato. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was the first one that she wasn't involved in, and, um, they were, and they, that was their first one, if you guys remember Vista? Sort of. Yeah, I, I was obsessed with that, I thought, I was like, ah, Vista, I was like, I thought they were so awesome, um, but it seemed like they couldn't get a lot of traction with it, and so, you know, I kind of understand them, you know, going in the other direction, just kind of doing, you know, their own kind of sound. Um, but, and they've been getting more attention because of Yezzy and, um, what's her name? Kalu? 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 Kalu. I don't want to say it, but not. Yeah, Kalu. Forgive me for saying it wrong. Kalu. Um, definitely been getting a lot of attention from Variety and such. Um, but I would just... You know, they're another group everyone's like, you know, people kind of wish we'd get the EXID bump. Um, so, um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen with this song, but maybe, I don't know, with something else. Um, I think they get slept on a lot, and especially with all the girl groups coming out right now. I, yeah. But, with that being said, I do like it. Um, so... Um, their mini is awesome, as usual, and this is their um, promotional single from it called Mirror. They're all so pretty. I know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> and they always look so good in their videos, too. Yeah. I want whatever lipstick they have. Like, the color is so pretty. I 
I've tried to do that, actually. Um, embarrassing anecdote here. The whole, um, what do they call it? The Gradient? The, yeah, the gradient kind of lip color. Uh, I failed at it, but, you know. Oh, I have the makeup skills of, like, a three-year-old monkey, but <laughs> I try. It's slightly worse than me. I think it takes a little more than just putting it on, because I've seen people, like, you put on lip balm, and then you put that on, and then you put, like, a tissue over your lips, and then put, like, a setting powder. Like, <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I found a whole thing online where you, like, follow the instructions and I did it one time and then my rel I had some relatives over and they were like, what happened to your lips? And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> so I never tried it again. This sounds really good on um, a music player with earbuds. Yeah. I just wanted to mention there's like a whole bass line that is, you can't really hear off of like the music video, but you can hear off the song. It's really good. They kind of remind me of like Nine Muses um, and kind of where they're taking their sound and look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I they don't know, I'm getting, like, like, weird... Their choreography is always, like, not, like, ridiculously complicated, but it's always definitely got some skill involved. Yeah, like, it's I love interesting. And it's not just like, look at me! <laughs> and the outfits are good. Like, they're sexy, but not, like, what was... Was that Stellar with Vibrato? Oh, my God. That was yeah. awful. No. I feel so bad for those girls. Stellar's trolling. They're so uncomfortable. Right. See, I was getting oh, a how quick kind of that move gets banned. Maybe. Ah, <laughs> oh, they're so pretty. It's like I could look like that if I gave up everything delicious. Um, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Kalu had a nose job, so yeah, she admitted to it. So <laughs> I like my nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> I still miss since I've you know followed them from the beginning. I still kind of miss Cheska in a weird way, but mm -hmm. she totally wouldn't fit like their new direction. I feel like she would have helped them become more mainstream, though. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Hopefully I feel like this is like uh, the better the like much better sequel to um, Nine Muses Sleepless Night or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Slightly Girls Day slash Miss A when they did these yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, Miss A. <laughs> oh, man. Don't bring that up. That's, mm. that's a sore spot. Yep. Okay, Fiesta. So... I think it's a very good song. Like I said, I think they'll be slept on this time around. But hopefully, you know, the, you know, I think they are taking notice of the fact that they're getting some traction with variety and such, and maybe that can help them a little mm -hmm. more. So, has anyone heard of K and K? Which I guess 
From what I understand, I guess that's officially pronounced as knock. I'm trying. If the Korean it says Kunakun. Kunakun, okay. Maybe the maybe that video is wrong. I don't know. Kunakun, okay. Okay, that makes sense because I'm looking at the Hangul and okay. So that's how you say it. Kunakun. Um but um yes, they're a new guy group and I added their envy to this because everyone they, I feel like I've been seeing them mentioned a lot around recently, so I just, just want to see what the big deal is. Have any of you guys been paying attention to them? I think nope. I watched one of their music, their lives, but I didn't have a strong opinion either way, so... Okay. Wait, let me... Boy group has to be, like, amazing to get my attention. I'm not even going to pretend. I'm so lazy with boy groups. I, you know, for me, for some reason, I, I, you know, I don't know. It takes for me. I've always been more attached and interested in the girl groups. For the guy groups, it takes a lot for me to be interested or to like catch my interest. I guess because a lot of them are so carbon copy of each other. I mean, not that girl groups aren't, but I guess I like the formula for girl groups better than guy groups. I don't know. Mm. I already did my boy group phase. <laughs> I left my heart with Arashi, and that is where it will stay. Arashi, oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I can understand with Shiny, because at least Shiny, like, does different stuff, you know? And it has on you. You can't hate him. He's like a panda with ice cream and cotton candy. You can't hate that. You can't. You can't tell me you hate that. You can't. Uh, you can, you can And then you got Jung who's like the little puppy with, like, the big eyes and the long ears, and he keeps tripping on him, and you just, it's too adorable. You can't hate him. Wait a minute, was Taemin, I just want to, like, get this out of the way before we watch this. Was Taemin the one that had long hair during Sherlock, or was that someone else? Yeah, that was him. You know, was it Sherlock, or was well, it... Well, you know, he had the, the really bad weave in Sherlock, and they had the good weave in Lucifer. Like, the one in Sherlock Lucifer, is, like, they were, like, dust the one off in, in no, Lucifer had, and, like, attempted back to his No, who had the long hair during Sherlock? Taemin. Okay, that's just, I just, that's what I need to know. Okay. Because I was like, his face looks like... Because I remembered him, because I remembered the long-haired guy during Sherlock, and I was like, what is going on with his hair? And then yeah, when he came really out bad. with solo, like, I was like... like every other time, and then they would take it out, and he'd have his short hair again, and they would put it back in. I'm like, no, you either have a weave or you don't have a weave. Like, no. No. I was like, he's. I'm like, you're very, you're very a, a, attractive man. So I was like, I, I remember this face. Um, he also apparently Chloe uh, Grace Moretz, uh, the American actress, who is I think coming out with a new movie soon called The Fifth Wave, or it's like an alien space thing, um, alien invasion movie. So what she, um, I don't know if we mentioned this in the last one, but there is a huge hubbub because she went to Korea. Uh, South Korea recently was doing, I guess, some promotion for stuff. Fell in love with K-pop, as, you know, we are wont to do. I can't blame her because, I mean, that's why we are here. Um, and so she basically, she endorsed Mamamoo. Um, may have helped them get their string of wins. May have not had, I, I would like to feel that she was a factor and that, not a huge one. And also, I think maybe meant, I think she maybe mentioned Taman in an interview. And then, like, literally five minutes later, they were like, here's Taman, take a picture with him. Um, so, um, 
yeah, she basically got to kind of live the K-pop dream. She's a, a pretty blonde-haired, blue-eyed actress from the Americas, and she um, came over, fell in love with K-pop, and kind of got to um, be involved in it for a couple of days. So, um, and everybody, you know, was kind of like, "Ooh, we have an actress that's interested in K-pop." Um, so, just wanted to put that on the table. Um, but yes. Um, knock. Let's see what that is all about. Very kind of minimalist, uh, mm -hmm. MV setup. Question is, is it minimalist because they want to or because their company is poor? Well, this is not the official MV. Ah. This is like a special thing. Like the actual MV is proper layout. <laughs> <laughs> but still, still fine. I can't keep track, honestly, nowadays, because everybody has, like, so many versions of MV. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I got the MV. It's like, nope, there's two, three different versions. Like, damn it. I'm very confused by the circle dancing. <laughs> Why? I kind of like it when they dance in a circle. Well, it'd be fine if they weren't, like, I don't know. I just, I don't understand. Very, I mean, you know, they're they're good dancers. Uh huh. We've established that. Uh huh. It's nothing. I mean, it's it's not bad. But nothing grabbing me just yet. <laughs> I mean, I may have chosen the wrong uh, MV version for that. Eh. Maybe. Ah. I don't know how, but I actually... What do actually... you guys think of this song? Oh, it's... Who would I it's compare not to bad, that? but I'm going to forget it exists in about half an hour. <laughs> um, I just heard them, I've, you know, of them mentioned, and everyone's like, oh, K&K, &K, you guys need to get into them, so... I mean, their voices aren't bad, and the song's not bad. I just I, I mean, don't know. they're it's fine. Just they're fine. It's just, I guess this is the thing I have, a problem I have with boy groups is that they get indistinguishable after a while. Like, I could legit, sorry, Shannon, but I could legit see Shiny doing the same thing. And Lies. There's no water on the ground. It could not be done by Shiny. <laughs> but, I mean, they could easily do the same thing. I mean... Yeah, but they would do it like nine times better, and I would remember the song afterwards. And they would not do the awkward circle dance, because it just looks like a weird circle jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I do like to have the long coat, though. I, I, I like a long coat. I've realized that by myself. Oh, well, everyone can pull it on. 
There's two guys with long coats. It looks like that was filmed under a bridge. I guess? I don't know. Oh, my base in post-apocalyptic Korea, and that's the only thing that's still standing. Okay, so just to get some background under them, um, apparently, yes, their Korean name is Kanukun. 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 Yeah, sorry. Hongo class, Korean class, okay, um, which is uh, literally translated, which means to, which means literally translate is great or to be great, and they're under YNB Entertainment, and they're the company's first male idol group. Um, K and K is an initialism that stands for K-pop. Not. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> it means to knock on the door of the K-pop industry with their music. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um, listen, so listen, I, I, I like I, how the I I like how guy groups always have to have these really ridiculous like, acronyms. I mean, not the girl no, groups don't like, have ridiculous acronyms, but they have to be very like have to have these like double, literal, triple meanings. And they apparently have, and they, they have, to have like the masculine buzzwords in them. <laughs> and they're on the same label as Bestie. <gasps> what? Yes. What? Now I have to like them. Why'd you tell me that? I'm going to say, another group that you like? Now I gotta like them. Nope. <laughs> because if wow, no, they it's... make money, then Bestie gets to have a comeback. So I gotta like them. <laughs> that was quick. Okay. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I have to put this here. I don't even know if this is, like, an English song or if this is one of their foreign songs, but I saw this, and, you know, You Kiss is kind of like our unofficial This is going to be a Japanese one because it says short version, so... Yeah, it's it's this Japanese is the only one I could find. Um, That's because but, they don't exist in Korea. They already know they lost that battle. They're going to stay where they can make some money. But, um, you know what? They're, like, our mascot at this point. So, you know what? I'm going to give it to them. Um, I mean, this is three minutes, I think, so this is a short version. I don't know what the hell the long version is. A short version is the promotional video for the song in Japan. There's a long video, because this won't have the whole song. This will only have about three-fourths yeah, of the song, and then the end. whole music video, you have to buy it when you buy the CD, and that's the regular version. But Good it's Lord. never put up on the internet. Good Lord. Okay, well, we don't have to watch the whole thing. But um, I just noticed that they had, like, a new thing out, so I was like, you kids, what have you been doing? Um, apparently a song called One Shot, One Kill. Um, okay. Wow, that is a strong, thick accent. Sorry. <laughs> I've always had a soft spot for you, Kiss. Well, at least they're finally on their sideshow. I mean, did your video pause? Mine did. Mine did. Yeah, mine did. I was still did. watching it on my phone anyway. Yeah, I'm watching oh. it on my phone. <laughs> I was like, how are you seeing this? Mine's buffering. 
But at least they finally have, like, the sideshow appearance. They're in the right spot, so they found their niche. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're making that sweet, you know, Japanese, um, oh, what is the Japanese currency? Yeah. They're not making yeah. a whole lot of it. But hey, hey, if you feed yourself, that's what counts, right? I mean, listen, I, it's it's a tough market out there. Listen, listen, it could be worse. It could be after school who has literally no money. Exactly. I mean, they're a guy group, which already, like, okay. Yeah, they could be newest. Nobody even knows newest exists anymore. They can be the new <laughs> you kiss. Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I had to uh, redo the playlist, so hold on. God, does Eli get uglier every year, or is it just me? Just you. I know, you know what, the only thing I remember, like I said, I don't really know them by face or name, but I did meet one Sorry, of them. Sorry, the only one you really need to know by face, because the other ones are like, it's Kisop. <sighs> so and sometimes Hoon, but it depends on, like, what he's wearing. What happened he's to the one that was, like, studying at Harvard? He, he finally smart enough and realized he should get his degree and not depend on you kids to make his living. Hmm. Sorry, still watching it. <laughs> I got quiet. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to see why this is not working the way it should. Oh, sync video, you were... Well, you tried the fancy footwork, but it just looked like you were stomping. I just remember I met one of them in person. I don't know which one it was because they had so much makeup and stuff on that I couldn't, literally could not tell. So, I don't know which one it was. Well, I think it was one of the English-speaking ones, but I... That's all I know. If it was a really pretty looking one, then it was Kevin, and if it was Eli, then it was Eli. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it was somebody that didn't want to speak English, it was probably Suhyun, because he gets really freaked well, out. No, it was the guy that's like was like he was literally like on the elevator. He came down. It was nothing but fangirls in the lobby. He was like, "Hey," and he walks out, and then like a whole group of girls just like literally. I'm surprised he's still alive. Like, they literally, like, just pounced on him. And, mm. um, so, I, I don't know. Um, like I said, he has so much makeup on. Like, it was hard to tell. But, I'm like I said, I'm assuming it's one of the ones that, you know. Did the other one ever come back? I, like, checked out, like, after every One of them left, right? No, no well, not like, four exactly. of them have left That's at this insane. point. The smart ones. Like, um, AJ is still technically part of the group. Like, even, like, I don't know if it was the CD or an article I read. It's just, like, AJ's still in the group, but he's not in here, but he was still credited as being in the group. And he's on AVEX's website for the group still. Like, we never did find out what happened with him. He had, like, major surgery or something, and we never found out why. <laughs> Well, isn't he studying at, like, Harvard? Isn't he, like, Well, I know one smart? of them... One of them is like, having a baby. One that's of them is Eli. Having... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 
that's a legit. So that one is that one's off the table. It's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I I knew one of them is like literally like going into like they're settling down. Um. And Dongho got married and is having a baby as well. That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, who? Dongho. The only relevant, relevant member that was ever in New Kiss that left. <laughs> by choice. He might be having a by baby. By choice. Yes, he's actually the only one that left by choice. Oh, okay. Yeah, because two were kind of kicked out. <laughs> yeah. That was good times. Yep. <laughs> Not for them, but... No. No. That's when I was like, maybe I'll like... Nope. All right, I'm checking out of this group before I get attached to anybody. Mm-mm. It's kind of like when A-Pink was like, no, 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 girl. You only got... Your dad only got us um, as far as we did with you. It's all of his money. Now that we have success, goodbye. Goodbye. I was like, oh lord, I don't even remember her name. I just remember that there was a seventh member. Kyung. Yeah, something like that. And then as soon as they were established, they were like, alright, well you really only part of the group because your dad had money. (laughs) We don't need you, goodbye. Okay, guys. I'm officially making a new room here. So we can go on ahead because I don't know what's going on. Apparently the Yuka's video is too much for this. We can't handle it. You broke it because it was so awful. <laughs> I could not handle the U Kiss video, so yeah, and they were um, all U Kiss videos, like the very first debut MV. That one is special. Everybody's first video sucks. Not Shinies, excuse you. Shinies was great, and so was FX. I have to say, Shinies, like their first MV was one of their better songs. Like people still talk about, um, Juliet, uh, not Juliet, which Luna no Muyato. Yeah, like their early stuff was really good. I just remember that, like liking it. And then I I don't know what happened after that. So they got better. <laughs> they get better. Yes. Um, it's like a beautiful rainbow. Objectively, yes, yes. Beautiful rainbow, and subjectively, because they just got prettier with age. They're they like, did. It's kind wine. of a shame watching them not get any love though at all. They, um, get love. they do. They do get love, but because they don't have to deal with the crazy. Like, it's best of both worlds. When was the last time we were saw like that a member of XO that got to sit down at a recording? It was like, if you keep four feet with me, I'll just sit here and talk with you guys. And then everyone kept four feet from him, and they just talked to Jung Hyung for like two hours. That doesn't help them break even with DSP, though, Shannon. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I, I, this is the new room. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, you just broke the, broke the old room, so. We're going to go forward on to Lehigh, who also um, came out with the first half of her new album. Why does he do this? Like, give me the album or don't give me the album. <sighs> it's a YG. half album. Shit. <laughs> it's I, I feel like that's a YG thing. Like he's this is like his telling life. me I get like a three course meal and then only freaking bringing me the appetizer and letting me sit for four hours. No, if I get the food, I want the food. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I mean, this is totally a YG thing, but um, <laughs> she's got it's called a uh, solistic, right? Uh, soul light, I think. Soul light, yes, um, and. Every, I mean, so far everything's awesome, except for 
You know, I feel like YG, either they owe Jonghyun, I'm sorry, I know he's a shiny, Shannon, but they must have owed him a favor or something. Because Breathe is like, really, because I guess she did all the other songs with Tableau and High Grind, and they fit her so well. And then we have Breathe, which is fine. It's not a bad song, but it's just, it's a, it's such a typical, like, it's just, it's just a regular ballad. And of course, that's the one that's getting all the getting all the attention. Of course, "Hold Your Hand" is obviously the you know the superior song, but um, you know, I "Breathe" is just kind of seems out of out of place on the album. I don't know, um, but you know, it was written by Jong Hyun, so. There we go. Um, but, you know, I, I I just love, I've always loved Lehigh's voice. She's got a, a, a great voice, and um, I really love that she's working with High Grind because I think they really, they, they, it's a great pairing. They know how best to utilize her voice, and you can also tell, you know, how, you know, much more comfortable she's gotten in music videos and on stage. I mean, you know, it's been three years. Um... Yeah, of course, you know, obviously you get the typical plastic surgery, weight loss rumors, whatever. Um, I think she looks fine. Um, and I really like uh, the MV for Hold Your Hand. So, are we ready to watch this? See, yeah. see. Yeah, okay. I like the the video game thing as well. Yeah. Kitty! Oh, it's a little short-legged kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I love her voice. It sounds so grown up. I love her voice. Don't wear that. Oh, I hate oh, that Lord. pigtail braid, though. Ugh. <laughs> Looks so bad. <laughs> Troll dolls. I don't Why know where the nose back? job things we're getting from. She looks the same to me, except a little smaller. I just feel like she's it's just that she's getting older. She's older. I mean, it's yeah. been three years. Yeah. I know she said in many interviews that she's been very, like, as far as the YG trainer and stuff, she's very personally, like, about, you know, being, staying on the exercise regimen or whatever. I wish I had that kind of dedication. Yeah, I, like, look at, a, like, a piece of bread and I'm like, well, there goes that plan. I to eat that bread. <laughs> I mean, this whole song is better, and the MV is just so much better than Breathe. I just, I don't understand why everyone's, like, in love with Breathe. I don't understand. Another cat. Kitties. I was like, Shannon, whatever, where are you? See, music videos like this want me to go to Korea. I'm like, oh, this is what Korea is like. <laughs> We get pixelated hearts everywhere. I'd be all over that life. 
<laughs> I wonder who's holding her hand. It doesn't really matter, but I'm just wondering whose job that was. I bet it's a random Okay, I had to say something about the hover because I was like, I was like, I'm afraid. I was afraid that thing was going to explode, like right there. They're so like of the moment, but like part of me is like, I want one. No, because that is called a hoverboard, and that is a lie. There is no hovering, and there is no. It's more like a no, gliding board. I agree. Yeah, but they're called hoverboard. The trademark is hoverboards. It's a they're lie. A, they're a skateboard. They're they're glorified skateboard. Yeah. And they catch on fire. Yeah. Like that is a lie. I will not own a single hoverboard until it hovers. Well, until it looks like the one from Back to the Future too. I don't even care. As long as it hovers, that's the it could thing. Be that's like, why they made them because they were like, oh, like that. As long as it hovers, I'm all over it. You have to have them. It looks. I have to admit, it does look kind of cool. Like she's just like hoverboarding down like a huge bridge, highway, in Seoul. But here's my thing, like, I wouldn't want to hold someone's hand again and again because then your hands get sweaty, and then it's just gross. Like, then you have the sweaty palms, and then you don't have to know, like, do you re-grab that person's hand? Do you wipe it off on your shorts first and then re-grab their hand? Because then you're just telling them, you're advertising that you've got sweaty palms. But at the same time, if you just grab their hand and you both have sweaty palms, it's like, <laughs> Well, that's how you know it's true love, Shannon, because then, you know, if it's true love, then you don't mind holding that person's hand. Right? For a little while. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but then you have to, like, this sweat intermingles and then it smells. Okay. And you wipe it off on your pants. And then you wipe it off on your pants and then you just told the person, I have really sweaty palms. You, you like, just always make sure you have, like, um... A kerchief? Wet wipes? A kerchief, uh, what do you call it? Um... Personal air conditioner? A fan? Uh, no. Um... You know, like a hand sanitizer with you, you know? Yeah. Just rub some of that on your hand and you're good. You're good to go. Sure. Okay, so have any of you guys heard of Snoopers? Yep. <laughs> okay, I have not, but I've heard them going around. They're new. They have a song called Platonic Love. Let's watch it. Okay. Another guy group, which means I'm probably going to. Oh, God, we're going back to the 80s. We all know how much I love the 80s. vibes here. I do. I you know. I don't like the 80s. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. No, we've had this discussion when the Wonder Girls came back, and I hated it. I like the, the throwback. And I don't mind throwbacks. We make it the 70s or the 90s. None of this 80s crap. It, it has to be done right. Like, this is not... Like, the Wonder Girls, they committed. Like, they actually had genuinely good songs. This is kind of lazy. It's pretty, yeah, uninspired. Yeah. And that's not anything based on the boys. It's whoever wrote the song. <laughs> <laughs> Girl's pretty. Yeah. But she's right to have that look of fear on her face. I also feel like, you know those reply whatever year TV shows are so popular now? And I feel like that's kind of why... We're getting kind of this whole thing too with this throwback stuff. Yeah, I still haven't watched any of those yet. I haven't either. And everyone's like, "Oh, the one's each one's better than the other one." I'm like, "Really?" 
And then, you know, the latest one has Harry, and then I'm just like, it's mm. not really making me excited to want to watch it. But I still don't watch Secret Garden. I just, I'm like halfway through that now. <laughs> I know, I'm so behind with the K-dramas. I didn't, that's not how I got in, into How You was, so I'm still kind of catching up on that. Yeah, I'm just not a I think huge get a fan of the yeah. Cinderella story. Yeah, well, I, was still, I was like most of that. I watched that a while back, and I never finished it, and I've been meaning to. <laughs> song, ugh. I mean, I kind of like it because I'm kind of an '80s whore, but at the yeah. same time, um, it's not really that great. I feel like the song used to be put into the bird pile. Like when you have the burn, keep and sell, this needs to go on the burn pile. Like the group can go in the the keep pile for now because they don't seem that bad. But yeah. So apparently, Snooper is under Widmay Entertainment. I don't know who that is, but they actually debuted in 2015 with a mini album. Wow. And they yeah. are apparently their agency's first idol group. Okay. God, those white suits also need to go into the burn section. Oof. Yeah, no. Blue, yes. White, no. Yeah. Blue is, like, acceptable. White is, like, straight-up, like, 80s pimp outfit. And it's not a good look. That was definitely supposed to die. N-O. Okay. So... We don't have to watch all of this, but since you guys mentioned that they had another music video, I did put in the other ones. It's, I was thinking, I was like, maybe this will give me some more insight into the group itself. So, Okay, this I is where I have to start like, actually liking, because they're bestie. Group. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to say K&K &K for right now, because I'm not used to saying it the Korean way, so I apologize. No, that's fine. But... Uh, this is their official MV knock that I found, not the uh, special version of whatever it was that I found. So we can watch a little bit of this, we don't have to watch the whole thing. Um, maybe this will give me some more insight into the group itself, because the other one did, definitely did not. This is definitely more dramatic. sort of angsty-ish. I feel like I saw this exact same music video like a month ago with Vix. Like, this is the thing with me and guy groups. Like, Her voices are good, though. And I like that I guy. Mean, no, Probably. I mean, as far as they're all talented, it's just... I gotta find out his name because he's really good looking. <laughs> he kind of looks like the guy that was in um, that drama that took off everywhere. Uh, My Liver from the Last Star or whatever. Oh, I still haven't watched that yet either. They're making like an American guy, version which... of that, by the way. Yeah, was that going to be on, like, I don't know, WB doesn't exist anymore, but whatever I the think WB. ABC 
they're making an American version of that, and they're making a Korean version of The Good Wife. Which I've never seen, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's so so random. That is the most random thing I've ever heard. I read that, and I was like, okay. I don't know how they're going to make a Korean version of The Good Wife. They are. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of how they would do that. Yeah, I don't know either, but... They're because they place so much on American cultural values. Well, I guess if you just replace that with, with Korean politics as opposed to American politics, I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch anything that isn't on the Food Network or HGTV. So <laughs> I don't oh my god, I'm obsessed with HGTV. I shouldn't be because I don't even own a house, but like I could watch it all day. Oh, I don't either, but oh my god, I'm so obsessed. Especially the like the makeover shows or the ones where they go. Um, and they have to go find a place abroad. I just love watching being like, you idiot, what were you expecting? <laughs> like, you're not going to find, like, a seven-bedroom house in, like, Sicily for a grand a month. Like, I'm sorry. Most like, of those people, though, playing? they're looking for places to live. It's like they're people with, with way too much money anyway, though. Yeah, but then they whine. They're like, there's, so, there's no space in Paris. Did you do, do any people, research like, before you moved here? Like, really? Really? Maybe we should do a special podcast someday where we just watch HTV shows. <laughs> I would, be, I would be willing to do it. Like, they may be so angry. Like, they had this couple that was, like, looking for a place in D.C., and I was literally raging. I was like, do you realize how much money it costs just to have, a, like, a what room? I was like, not that I have experience with that or anything, even though I do, but, yes, you don't understand. Right? Like, that's my favorite. There was one where they went to, like, Paris, and they had, like, a $1,500 budget, which isn't, like, bad, but I was, like, and they wanted to be in the center, and they're, like, there's no closets. I'm, like, duh, there's no closets. Like, did you, like, no. No, I don't even live in Paris, and I know that if I had $1,500 a month, I'm going to be living in a little shack, in a little, like, in a striped ghetto, and it's going to be, like, five feet by five feet, and it's going to have, like, one of those pool toilets, and I'm going to be okay with that, because I'm living in the center of Paris. Like, that's what you're going to get. You're not going to get some, like, grandiose mansion for 1500 a month in the middle of Paris. And they were like, oh, well, this isn't in the middle. I'm like, I hate everyone. <laughs> I hate you all. Okay. Um, I think it says a lot that we were talking about HGTV during this MV, but, yeah. Um, I like it better they, than Super. Uh, they looked good and the song's okay. Um, uh, don't I? Maybe I missed something with the whole like. I, I seriously, I feel like I've been hearing about K and K like for a while, like all over the internet. Um. So that's our MV watching segment. Um, let us know what you think about that. Um, do you think it should be a separate podcast show, or it should be at the end of the podcast, or it shouldn't be in the podcast at all, or is this what makes you want to watch the podcast? I'm interested in knowing. So. Let us know on SoundCloud or iTunes or Twitter. Uh, on to um, some stuff. There's not been a whole lot of things going on this week. Um, one thing that is uh, been uh, kind of building up to next week that uh, is Red Velvet will be making their comeback with, um, I, I, I guess it's their second album or their second mini album. Does anybody know if it's their mini album or album? Second mini. I think it was intentionally mini. originally supposed to be their second full album, but I think they made it a half. Okay. 
That would make sense. Because um, it doesn't sound... I, to me, from what I've, I've gotten from it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a full album. But um, I guess, you know, we'll see. Um, but anyway, Red Velvet will be coming back with The Velvet. Um, obviously, last year they had The Red. And they'll be coming back um, on M Countdown with a song called One of These Nights. Um, I was assuming, um, just kind of going off of their whole name and everything, and going off of you guys, which was their first big kind of song was Ice Cream Cake, and then they they released uh, Automatic along with it at the same time. So I kind of got the feeling like that was kind of like, the thing that they're kind of doing with the group, which is like, okay, the red is like ice cream cake, but the velvet is like automatic, which which is a better, is a better song. So I was like, well, you know, this kind of was like, okay, well maybe this will be some good stuff. And I don't know, I've, I mean, the songs definitely sound slower, um, but from what I've heard so far, it seems like it's more of a, I I don't know the. The song that they're coming back with, um, it's been described as like having a fairy tale like um, story kind of uh, attached to it. This is one of the songs. Hello? the song was going to cut in right there. I was like, waiting for Yeah. You. That's one of them. I think there's been like three. Um, and then there's been some rumors that there won't be any choreography for the title song. I mean, if they're doing slow songs, obviously, I don't. Why is there no choreography? Because it's SM and they think that it will make them money. Because it'll be something new. And it's not like they, uh, they, they could probably go without the choreography. Cool, hot, sweet love. I mean, we all remember the whole choreography thing with Automatic and how that kind of um, turned out. It was a little too much, I think, for them. But Automatic... Exactly. <laughs> um, Automatic was a good song, though. Well, see, so you know what I want to know? Because I'm so confused by this. There were, like, eight other trainees in Happiness in the beginning video. Like, what's going on with that? Like, I'm so this group confuses me so much because originally it's it's a subunit and then it's not a subunit and then it's only gonna be four members, but then they add Yuri and then to be it's fair, supposed to be the subunit like, stuff with FX and but then they keep going like a weird like FX on speed route, and I'm so confused by this group. Yeah, well, I think now they're 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 kind of trying to. It seems like, anyway, they're trying to commit to this whole red velvet thing where it's like the red and the velvet. So the red is like their quirky, uh, you know, fast song side, and the velvet is like their slow song side. Although none of these, none of the um, snippets I've been playing so far sounds, reminds me or of Automatic, which is probably one of their best songs that I think they've done. I don't know, I have such a love-hate relation with them. Although, now that FX isn't exactly like the unloved stepchild, I might be able to like them more. 
because I just had to hate them on principle. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like they're okay. They're whole. They're red. Well, I think so. They got a fan club name and a banner at SM concerts before FX. Okay, so. Shannon. I will say though that I think that we should let it go because both groups now have fan club names, <laughs> and both groups have you know. So I think we should look at them. I I think it's fair to look at them as separate entities at this point. But I will say it. Red Velvet, like, their music in general is kind of like early FX because FX is kind of matured to a point where they're beyond that, obviously, now. The, that kind of sound. Like, that was obviously something that they would have done in the beginning, but now I can't see them doing, like, that kind of sound that they did, at least on, like, the Red. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, I'm a little iffy on the red only because I was expecting more stuff like automatic and it's just kind of like mm, decent to okay um, slow songs that's all everything I've that that's kind of my opinion on that so far um, but I will I'd say I mentioned before the podcast we started recording that um, and I'm sorry that I'm such a uh, slut for Mama Moo, but um, apparently they're pretty good friends with Red Velvet, and so that kind of made me. That I'm I'm gonna admit that's made me a a little more, um, you know, nicer toward Red Velvet in general. Um, I, you know, I I you know if Mama Moo likes them, they can't be that bad, and I admit they're some they're they're pretty talented, and you know. I've heard a few of their songs from the Red on eight tracks that I did not listen to, and I liked them. Um, I like the fact that I can still listen to the background beat and melody of <laughs> of Iggy Azalea's song and have it be on another song, with, and then I don't have to be supporting Iggy Azalea. So. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Time Slip, which is, it is the very same beat. Um, but uh, I do like the song better, so I think everybody is is benefiting from that. Okay. Anybody excited about Red Velvet coming back, or no? Yes. Um, not, I mean, not excited per se, but I am definitely, it's the thing, I really, I like their music, but I still haven't gotten into them as people. Yeah. So. They don't really have an identity, um, which is interesting, um, because I feel like, um, I don't know. I, with SM, they're kind of weird, I mean, because other than SNSD, you don't really get a feeling for them as far as how they treat other girl groups. I mean, if we're looking at their history, how they've treated FX and the Grace and other girl groups, you know, they don't really have a great track record. So, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, I, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I don't know. Uh, it'd be something interesting. So, um, it will probably end my my girls. Uh, we will probably end their um, current um, 
music show streak, but it's okay if if they if they um, you know if they want it to be so, then it will happen. Um, okay, um, some more news. Apparently, uh, Crystal of FX, Crystal Jung, and Taylor Swift are going to carry out activities together as kids. Uh, guys, remember kids? Yep. Uh, I wore them in elementary school. Jim, uh, they're going to be global spokespersons. Um, a lot of jokes about whether um, Crystal's going to join Taylor's hashtag um, friend squad. I actually can't see. I could see Taylor actually. I mean, Crystal actually. Um, Flipping off Taylor's uh, friend squad. Um, I, hope so. I, I think people underestimate Crystal. She, she's, I hope she's wiser them to be part of the friend squad. I know some people were like, oh, well, Taylor doesn't have an Asian in her friend squad yet. Um, oh, I'm Lord. like, what makes you think Crystal would want to be the Asian person in Taylor's friend squad? Um, and I could see Crystal very handily, you know, Telling her what she thinks of that and walking. And then I will happily wait for the Taylor Swift. I'm so angry and upset that this didn't work the way I wanted it to. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, interesting enough. Um, could not be two different people with two different, like, uh, yeah. Um, also, um, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but <laughs> so um, Rainbow is basically a family <laughs> girl group, and they came back uh, with a song. Came back with Woo. Um, it's been like been like two weeks. Been like two weeks, and um, their promos wrapped up. So um, yeah, it, this was a message that was placed on um, like. fan. Twitter's uh, Rainbow's Woo promo has now propped up. Thank you for supporting Rainbow. They recently had their last Woo performance on Inkigayo where they did like little Sailor Moon outfits. It was pretty cute. And really um, horrible. I was so upset that that was the last performance. Like why? Why and, did you bring a big group back for two weeks? Why do you do this to me? It's like you purposely like put my heart back together just to smash it into more pieces than you already did. You already did this to me with last one. Just another quality song. They got two <laughs> Like this is like insane. I hate my life. I have to get this point where DSP, like people were saying, like, oh, well, DSP obviously has to treat them better because Kara is not, Kara is not there. You know, I, I just getting to the point where I feel like they just don't. In general, they just don't have a lot of faith in in Rainbow because they would have. They they would have treated them a lot better before now, and obviously, you know, I mean to to talk about okay, especially to talk about how Black Swan did so well, and to have them only performing it for two weeks. Then there another song that you would assume would be more public friendly, and they only did promote that for two weeks. Okay, well then, you obviously don't care about the group, um, which is what I've been trying to say. Some people were saying that it was because Black Swan was a bad song, which I don't agree with. No, I think it was a quality song, but I can see why the public did. Right, it, but it's a quality song. I, I, I know. I th I liked it, and I liked with I liked the concept behind it. But I think this proves that Rainbow is just not DSP for whatever reason. They're just not there for them. Why? Why can't I have one group? One group. One group. That's not like. Stop liking. The sad thing is, is that. 
I think Rainbow has a lot of. I mean, I think they came out of the gate with a lot of potential. I remember they came when they first debuted with A. Wow, that was so like good. Best. Yeah, it was really good, and they, oh, they wow. have. They've always had a lot of stage presence. They have They've got great visuals. They have personality. They have good music. They have pretty faces. Why you hate me? The girls are so pretty. Why? I've liked a good number of their songs, and they just haven't been supported. And hmm, I don't know what else to say outside of that. I mean, I just think I think this kind of proves the DSPs. I don't know if they're trying to. I don't know. Do they even have girls in um, Produce 101? I don't know if they do, but I don't think that Rainbow is they're going they're going to be um, taking Kara's place in DSP. No, was it supposed to be like a baby Kara or something that just never happened? No, baby Kara was the reality show that Youngji got into Kara, and for a fat lot of good, it did her because. Well, I don't know. I feel like. With, I didn't. I can't remember because I haven't really been keeping up with it. But I feel like DSP has some people in Produce 101, and if they do, then that may be where the the next their next group is gonna come from. Because wasn't there like I, a group like April or April's got a couple oh, girls? Yeah, and I think April. Produce does too. Yeah, April, which didn't really. I I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. pay attention to somebody that killed them. I'm just going to stop paying attention to K-pop groups. <laughs> I really like their debut song, though. I mean, you know, there's actually, when I sat down and thought about it, there's a lot of Rainbow songs I've actually liked that I didn't realize were Rainbow songs. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a shame how they've been looked over. So, I don't know. I th you know, if, I think it's the same thing. If they had a CEO and a company they care as much about them as, say, like Mama Moo does, they could easily get a, a uh, you know, a public, you know, public-pleasing song and kill it. But, um, I don't know. Um, so, Rainbow, you know, I hope you guys get to at least get to promote some more at some colleges or whatever around South Korea, even though you're not going to be on the music shows. So there's that. Um, Where's Tim when I need him to be upset with me? <laughs> um, uh, talking about Produce 101, because everyone seems to be watching it except for us. Um, I'm sorry because I've not, I, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, kind of uh, looking at the news and things and some of the videos of the performances, but I just, I do not have time to devote to, like, the actual episodes because they are too damn long and there are too many girls involved that are not going to be seen again after the show is over. Um, but... <laughs> Um, I have to say, I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty, po it's good, it's pretty popular at the moment, and it's so popular that the song, um, the, the, if you guys remember the big, um, the big performance at all 100 and some, or 90 some, uh, girls did during, yep. what was it, In Countdown or whatever, Pick Me, uh -huh. um, it, 
is actually going to be used for the upcoming South Korean elections. Yeah, I saw that. Um, wow. Which is interesting. And, you know, honestly, I was thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? I can't really say anything, because um, for those of us that are Americans, which is everyone on the podcast today, um, you know, if they decide if they decide to use that song for our elections, honestly, would it it would would it be any crazier than what's going on right now? No. No. It's not like no. famous singers haven't endorsed presidential candidates before here. Yeah. And honestly, considering what's going on, I mean, adding that song, I mean I it yeah. So I mean, I kind of wish they would. I kind of wish we had a K-pop song as part of our our, our elections because I uh, would make me feel a little bit more um, positive about things right now. Um, Friggin' so, scary, yeah. by the way. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, I'm just saying that election is so scary right now. Oh, well, I, I won't I won't dive into it, but we all know it we're started talking. out as funny. Yeah, yeah and well, now yeah. it's just terrifying. Um, I think a lot of us um, in America are terrified right now, um, <laughs> and are getting our passports ready. I uh, have mine kind of ready. like watching like two girls, one cup. Like you kind of laugh in the beginning, and then by the end, you're absolutely horrified. And that you is don't the know worst comparison ever. <laughs> um, I have my passport ready. That's all I'm, I'm gonna say. Um, but yes. Um, those of you that do not know what we're talking about, a uh, good website is 538.com. Um, that'll get you up to speed on uh, what's going on in our America right now, uh, North America. Um, going on to K-pop things, um, one big thing that's going around right now that's gained traction this week, um, kind of an unfortunate thing, um, I think, but hopefully... Hopefully, maybe, I, I feel like this may just be a, maybe a bluff um, on the part of the company, but I'm hoping. Um, but this has been circulating around on the news sites and everything. Um, this is um, basically from, I don't know where it started from, but... <clears throat> One news media outlet has an exclusive report on evidence that they've collected of a same-sex couple within an idol group. It has been customary for reports on celebrities coming out of the closet to be banned from being reported, but after waiting on the piece of news for months, the outlet has decided to break the custom. The same-sex couple that they will be revealing are two members in the same group and are trending idols that are expected to cause a ripple in the industry. The outlet is currently preparing for the inevitable lawsuit that will result from the report. Um, like I said, this has been making the rounds. Um, you know, People are wondering, will they actually go through with this? And... You know, obviously everybody, um, um, majority opinion is obviously that this um, is wrong. <laughs> um, forcibly outing, forcibly outing people in any kind of um, capacity, and um, especially when it's in a um, you know place like South Korea that is known to be more conservative, um, something like that, which almost certainly would ruin their careers. Um, Not to mention their lives. 
Yeah, or their, I mean, their careers, their lives, I and mean, people have committed suicide over things like this easily. Um, it, it, you know, it, it's something that's getting a lot of traction. Like I said, I hope that maybe it's just a bluff. Uh, the reason I say that is because, you know, they're saying that they're preparing for the inevitable lawsuit. Maybe this is a situation where this is a publication that's trying to just get money from someone. And, you know, maybe are trying to, like, you know, flex their muscles. And they're not really going to do it because if they do do it, um, it is going to cause a lot of issues. Um, obviously, it's not one of the big three. Um, it's not going to be anyone from SM or YG or JYP because they have enough money to pay these people off. But as people know, people from smaller companies have been getting popular lately, so it could still be a big thing um, if there's a popular group that's not from a huge company. And so, I don't know. Um, it was nice to see, um, reading it on Netas and Buzz, particularly that, I mean, I don't know, they choose what they, they pick, pick and choose what they want to, like, trans, translate, but the most of the Korean um, commentary that they said translate was pretty, you know, it's not homophobic and was pretty much, you know, pro you know, the individuals, you know, was like, you know, this sh they shouldn't be doing this. So, I mean, that was nice. Um, you know, in general, was, was was concerned about the individuals and, you know, the, the lack of privacy and, and doing something like this. But um, Janelle, Shannon, I mean, what do you think? Have you guys read, you know, read or seen anything additional about this or just I haven't thoughts? I haven't seen additional news, but I'm just going to say, uh, I don't normally swear on the podcast. I swear in real life a lot. But <laughs> if you if you think you have the right to out somebody, you're a fucking terrible person. Because it is, first of all, if it's true, doesn't matter. And if it's, and if it's not true, it's even worse. Like, just last week, the, I don't know if you saw the Wachowski they were formerly the Wachowski Oh, brothers. yeah, the second then, Wachowski person yeah, uh, yeah. came out as transgender, so they're both transgender. Yeah. yeah, because she was threatened by the Daily Mail, who, and they're a terrible British publication. They say they're not. Oh, uh, yes, they Daily Mail. But, like, you, you have absolutely no right to out anyone. That is absolutely their choice. So it just, it makes me really, really angry that someone thinks they have the right to do this. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Shannon, anything from your side? Any I'm thoughts? trying to about this thought. But, as someone who is on the queer spectrum and is bi, shit like this makes me so livid. Like, it is so hard to put into words. Like, I don't think... Like, these people are diabolical and sick and twisted and people like this I hope have the worst possible afterlife that they could possibly have like I have no regret saying that like I hope when they die they literally live in the worst environment ever like I hate people like this so much because I don't think people understand how terrifying it is 
being in the closet and having to watch everything you say and everything you do and making sure that you were playing this act properly, but not too well, because if you're too proper, people start to suspect. But if you say too many things, then people start to suspect. So you're always walking this horrible tightrope, and you're literally, like, you're dying and clawing on the inside. You have no idea what to do. And you just, it's like the worst place in the world. And to have that, like, that fear that, at any possible moment, someone might figure it out. It's terrifying to have somebody lawyer that over you for money, or to try and get like better promotion deals out of you so your company makes less money. That's just like so sick. Like, oh, to like those poor people. Like, I don't even care if it's true or false. Like, just to destroy people's whole sanity like that, their whole lives. You're putting those people's lives at risk because not only is it a country and a place like even. Even in other countries, like, that can just destroy somebody's life. Like, the, it's so taboo still. Like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why, I mean, even though it's not a ideal situation, I'm hoping maybe this is just a tabloid that's trying to get money out of a company or trying, you know, try and look bad or whatever as opposed to actually doing this because... Um, the, you know, considering, like I said, like the country, you know, this is one of those countries that is still dealing with, you know, how they feel about, you know, um, homosexuals and they're still dealing with homophobia in general and, uh, you know, I, you know, I would say it's, it's still behind countries like the U.S. as far as, you know, and we're not. I mean, the U.S. is not <laughs> that that is not that advanced on on you know, how we do it. So you know, I yeah yeah. Like, so I'm probably right about the same level, but because we have an individual mind um, mindset as a group in America, we're opposed to like a group mindset. True. I think it deals with the the homophobia differently because here it's well, just you are screwed. You are the sinner. You are the one that is going to hell. You are the one that's disgusting. Versus, you're destroying our cultural image by being gay. You are destroying all of us. You're making us all disgusting. So I think there's more of a focus there on be straight, be married, have children, commit to society, rather than you have to to change who you are because otherwise you're going to hell. This is both are bad, but I think they're bad in different ways. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a valid, um, that's a valid point, um, because, like you said, the cultures are different, and so they're going to approach those two things differently. Um, so far, like I said, I, I haven't seen too much, like, messiness online, and the general reaction toward this has been, um, pretty much negative. Um, whoever, um, I hope just whoever knows they're threatening to do this, if they do do it, I think they're going to get a lot of backlash. <laughs> um, probably maybe more than the actual subjects of the article are going to get. So hopefully hopefully this will turn into nothing. You know, if, um, if there are people, if there are two people idols that want to come out and want to be public with a relationship, fine. Cool. Um, but you know, you know, forcing them to come out or you know, 
blackmailing him or whatever, that obviously is not cool. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it's proven, at least on the Internet, at least, a lot of people do not think, think at least are thinking that same way. Um, you know, you know, even if even if they may have feelings, certain feelings about homosexuals, you know, they know it's wrong. You know, they don't want to see they don't want to see their biases and such getting hurt by this. So, um, moving on, there are some K-pop events going on in America in the next. Uh, month or so, a uh, few months or so, next month, few months, whatever, uh, spring and summer. Um, those of you that go to, uh, what do you guys call it, SXSW South East by Southwest. Yes. I know that President Obama is going to it. <laughs> um, but um, I do know they usually, um, they've, They've the past couple of years they've had a couple K-pop performers. Last year they had Crayon Pop, and this year they're having actually a, like a whole little like mini K-pop set. Um, it's going to be in Texas, and uh, apparently Mamamoo, Dean, Zion T, and Epic High are all set to come and perform, which sounds like an awesome set. Um, and I'm jealous of anybody that gets to see it. So, um, especially, of course, jealous of those who get to see Mama Moo. I feel like they're gonna like kill it. Um, I'm glad they get to they're getting to perform in the U.S. and um, excited for that. Got Seven are also um, doing a Fly in the USA tour. <laughs> They're going to be in Dallas, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, and Los Angeles this July. So if you are a Got Seven fan, I would um, advise you to get those tickets as I'm soon going. as you can. <laughs> and um, uh, update on the Korea Times Festival. Um, which is always held in Los Angeles every year. Um, Tiger, JK, and Busy were added to the lineup. Um, I think they're the first uh, kind of mainstream names. There's some others, but they're um, the Barbarettes and a few others that aren't really mainstream K-pop performers. Um, and they always have um, people like that on the K Korean Times Festival as well. Um, and I'm kind of kind of confused because I'm like Tiger JK and Busy, but no T, no Tasha. Like you can't have both of them and no Tasha. So maybe they just forgot to add the T there. Um, I'm just gonna pretend they forgot. That she might have a previous engagement. Perhaps, perhaps. I I I can't see what they're they're like. <laughs> Tiger JK and T and Busy. They're like they're like a like a thing. Like they don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere without each other. I just, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, also, for those of you, um, uh, we talked about Red Velvet earlier. Red Velvet will be at the Korea Times Festival. So um, those of you that are Red Velvet fans, um, it's good, good, better time than any to go see them. Um, if you can get into the same uh, hotel that they're staying at, there's a good chance that you'll see them. I can say this from personal experience. You may be able to see them in person. 
So, yes. Um, so, there's that. Um, I want to close out this episode with a little something that um, I think I was going to talk about last week, and it's been around for a little bit, but uh, I've seen it around a little bit. And, you know, it's one of those, like, uh, kind of those journalistic things that, you know, people put out there. And, you know, it's just, you know, there to get people talking about stuff. But um, it was it's, uh, it was uh, originally an article written by Pan, and it's about girl groups and their hardest song flops. Um, so basically girl groups and, like, their least successful songs. Uh, um, which I have a huge issue with one group, one hair, since you can't, I'm totally, I'm totally going to call BS on, on, on one group, one hair, because it's ridiculous. So, they have most of the, the big groups on here. Uh, Wonder Girls, Like This, from 2012, SNSD, Mr. Mister, from 2014, after School Shampoo from 2011, 21 Do You Love Me from 2013, 4 Minute What You Doing Today 2014, FX Red Light from 2014, Secret Yoohoo from 2013, Miss A I Don't Need a Man from 2012, A Pink Hush from 2012, EXID Every Night from 2012, AOA Confused from 2013, Red Velvet Be Natural from 2014, then they have sister, and then none. <laughs> none. 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 Are we just not counting anything um, before alone? Alone? Because they have several songs that came out before that song did, and they were um, did not do as well as any of the songs on this list. Um, the, the FX song they chose, it only didn't do well because it literally promoted it for less than a week and then they had to pull it because it's ugly. So there were far less popular yeah. songs by FX. Yeah, no. I mean, this whole the whole point of this was to get people arguing about this because basically, if you look at any of the translated responses, is everyone arguing about, well, this song was obviously, this song was, you know, obviously, it's, you know. Like, you cannot tell me that Red Light did worse than La Chata because they pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> You can't tell me it's the worst. I mean, I just, you know, for me, it's, I mean, it's all, you know, perspective and whatever, but to have Sistar listed as none? Someone's a little biased. That's, that's such bullshit. That's such bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't be hating. I mean, I, I can maybe believe the other ones as being their least successful songs, but you're going to tell me Sister has had no, like, songs that have not been successful as their others? That's, that's, that's messed up. That's a whole lot of crap. Yeah. Um, we're calling BS on you, Pan. We're calling BS on you, Pan. Although I have to say that the one, the one entry on here that I have to say I probably agree with the most is Secret and Yoohoo because yeah, I that was that was bad. Freaking hated that song. We didn't I hated talk about it. That's like existed. It's pretty much the last song they ever put out after before Secret Love, which they didn't even really promote. So 
I just, yeah, I didn't know why that song was existed, why it was around. I hated it. They were trying um, to recreate the Shy Boy success because Shy Boy was their only commercially successful song. As much as yeah. they don't like it, it's the song that put them on the map. And yeah, they wanted it, to try and recreate that to try and save the group, and it didn't work. And so they were just like, screw it. And then we haven't heard from them since. <laughs> and obviously, there are a lot of stones, um, SNSD fans that were um, obviously arguing for and against Mr. Mister. I think there's an argument for I Got a Boy maybe being. Doing worse was Mr. Mr. the one where they were like on drugs? The ventilators. And it's the one where they like some of the performances they would have like like modified like menswear kind of. Ah. You know, they were Mr. Mr. and that's the one where where Jessica and that's when Jessica left. You know. Yeah. 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 Good times. Yeah. I remember that on a post. That was a good post. That was a very festive <laughs> post. That was a good post. We had to do an emergency. We had to do a special emergency meeting because of that. That was that was special. That was that was first emergency. Like if I had a special like, you know, like those tornado like um, warnings, alarms that they have yeah. when tornadoes come. Warnings. Yeah, I would have like had that going. It's like, yes, gotta meet today. Well, it was just so weird because I don't think anybody saw it coming. Like usually, when trouble is brewing, especially in SM, you get a wind of it beforehand. Like everyone knew something was gonna be up with Sully, like for like a year before she left. Yeah. Well, the thing everybody is, is that was something wrong with what was going, something was going wrong in Shiny. Like, in 2012. Like, everyone knew that there was something going wrong. Like, it never fully boiled, and then everything went back to normal, but you knew something was going on there. And then all of a sudden, they were just like, what? If you were, like, a fan of them and were, like, really involved with them, apparently you knew this was coming because there's been some, like, apparently, like, inter- you know, nine girls, of course. You know, there's been some inter- you know, problems going for a while. Um, but, you know, apparently you were only, you know, you only knew this if you were, like, a son or you were a fan. So they were, like, supposed to be the least surprised out of everybody <laughs> that Jessica left um, or was kicked out or whatever the hell happened um, from what I read because there is... I was so excited in the beginning because it looked like Jessica was just going to flip SM the bird and, like, let shit hit the fan, and then she didn't, and I was a little depressed. I yeah, no, I was I was hoping it was gonna blow up more than it was, but she was because um, at first she was just like, just you wait, I'm gonna release something, just you wait. And I was like, yes, yes, and then she was like, no, it's all good, guys. And I was like, oh, it's probably the only way she could have a career though after is if she kept quiet. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know why she kept quiet, but I was really hoping she was just gonna and be like, you know what, you I had this. And Crystal's livelihood. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not like I, I really can't see Crystal signing with SM after this. I think it's this. No, it's next year. Well, you know, we, I, you know, after this, I don't know when their next contract signing is. Um, who knows what's what's going to be on their mind at that point? But you know, I feel like as an FX fan, Shannon, you should appreciate and and enjoy this era that they're in now. 
I do. I do. I, I, but you have to understand, as an FX fan, I, I have to enjoy it. But it's kind of like when you're coming down from a pot high where you're still enjoying the high, but the paranoia has kicked in. So you've got to kind of like go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between mindsets. <laughs> okay. That's what it's like being an FX fan because you're always waiting for that floor to drop. It's kind of like when you're in one of those free fall rides and you know they're going to drop the ride. And you like have the adrenaline building up because you know the floor is going to drop, but it hasn't dropped yet. So you're like freaking out a little bit because the floor hasn't dropped. So you're like, is the machine broken? Am I going to die? Like, is the world going to end? Am I going to just plummet to my death? And then the floor drops and you're fine. Okay. Well, I that sounds really fun being an FX yeah. fan. <laughs> I do want to add yeah. to that. Um, there, uh, Sully has um, been, she has not given up her um, day job of trolling K-pop fans. Um, apparently her last social media post was her in a pool in a bikini, and that caused an uproar. Um, I, I just find it so funny because I feel like it's so obvious that she's obviously trolling people at this point. And because every time she posts something, people just get outraged at something. Like, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like they, they get outraged to something she wears, how she wears her hair, how she does her makeup, uh, how she's posing, something. And so she just doesn't, it's obvious that she does it on purpose. And I just find it hilarious. Um, I don't know. I just find it really funny. I don't know. I don't know, Shannon. I, I haven't really, you know, I just thought about this, like, Sully... Okay, as an FX fan, like, mm -hmm. did you guys really, like, were you guys really upset about Sully leaving, or, like, what? Like, Sully, was she viewed as an important person in the group? I, I mean, I didn't mind. It was just like, okay. Like, she <laughs> is and she isn't, like, it was more like, it's not like she was really a dancer or a singer or, you know, but she was the reason that they originally had any kind of popularity, because people knew her as, like, the right. girl that was in all the commercials, was like and it was it was more of a cohesive thing because just like in Shiny, like those five girls are like clearly attached. Like they definitely have some issues with each other. Like any kind of friendship that was a friendship working relationship, when you spend twenty four hours a day with somebody, you're gonna fight. <laughs> like, you're exhausted, and you spend that much time with each other. You're gonna want to take a few swings every once in a while. But Sully was like their child especially to, like, Amber and Victoria, like, they doted on her, and, like, that was their baby. So, like, you could tell originally what's going down, her emotional pain was their emotional pain, and so it was hard to watch it. Not so much because, like, without Sully, there is no FX. It's just without Sully, it's a different FX, and I think that the girls have finally come to accept it by the time they had their comeback, but when it first happened... It was rough for them, and you could see that they were really hurting. That what was happening to Sully was hurting them. It was hmm. hard. They're my babies. It's, it's kind of like, like Shannon, huh? No, I said that was interesting insight, Shannon. Kind of like when Onyu and Jung Young were fighting in 2012. It was hard <laughs> to watch. It was bad. That's the thing. I like that. I really love to like talk to people that are involved in different fandoms because there's always so much crap going on behind the scenes and I'm like well of course we knew about it we're shawls you know we knew this was going on I'm like okay well alright um, so there's usually like tons of stuff going on that we don't even know but you have to be part of the fan club in the fandom to know um, 
Yes, but it, I just find it interesting that Nasoli is kind of like. I mean, the way she's treated by Korean K-pop fans is like it's, she's a Kardashian or something. Like every time she comes up with something on social media, it's just like. How dare you! How dare you! How dare you! Take pictures of yourself and post it on social media. These Kim Kardashian and K-pop fans are Perez Hilton. It's just hilarious to watch. It's like, how dare you exist? Um, yes, I, I, it's just, it's kind of interesting. Um, anyway, did you guys have anything to say about the girl group flops? I mean, obviously this was a, a kind of a pan article that was, you know, kind of a bait article, but. Um, it's just it's just kind of dumb. It's only flop in the sense of what was like their least popular title song or what have you. So it doesn't really yeah. none of this none of this means anything. None of what we're talking about for this whole entire two hours <laughs> means anything. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it's kind of funny because that they always every make, show, like, right? Yeah, okay. That clearly weren't <laughs> flops. Like if you were to make a list of like top flops, like there should be some after school on this list. There should be some glam on this list. There should be, you know, some rainbow. Like, I love these groups, but if you're going to have a flop list, yeah, the group should be flops, not, oh, SNSD's flop song. <laughs> like, come on. Like, none of their songs really flopped, other than, like, maybe one or two in the original, like, in the beginning. But even then, they were pretty popular. So it's not like they have, like, that one song that was like, oh, God, why did we even put that out? They all made money for SNSD. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whereas you can go back and look at FX and be like, La Chata, why did we make that? (laughs) Um, Why is that a thing? Yeah, I I listened to that the other day and I was like, huh. I was like, this is a very song that I remember it being. I remember hating it when it first came out. I remember for the longest time just assuming that uh, new ABO was their debut song, and someone being like, "No, no, 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 sweetie, no, sweetie, he, he go, just, just don't watch it for too long." And it's like, oh, oh. I love new ABO. I love. I love new ABO. Not so much the song. I like the performances. I like. Okay. Um. Yeah, but that's that's all I have for this week. If you guys have any other, um, K-pop. Uh, news or anything that to talk about? No, ma'am. Oh, all my verbs <laughs> are currently inactive. <laughs> what are you, Shannon? No, all my groups are uh, they're hiding in their their little caves for right now. And most of them are saving up for April and May. Either my strong groups are saving up for May because that's when everybody comes back, and all my weak groups are waiting for April because March is going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's getting into spring, so um, a lot of uh, favorite groups are going to be coming out of hibernation and um, uh, bringing back up their their new songs and such, so we'll have some new things to talk about. Um, but I guess on that note, I will just go ahead and reiterate that um, you can always... Um, get a hold of our podcast and um, our past and present podcast on SoundCloud at um, soundcloud.notyouraveragenezins I mean slash slash notyouraveragenezins where we have all of our podcasts uh, to date 
and we'll have this one very soon in the next week or so. Um, you can also reach us at noctuaveragenetizens at gmail.com if you would like to do contact us by email. And we also have our Twitter, NYA Netizens, um, at Twitter, um, where um, we do post from time to time, retweet, um, do, you know, uh, you know, comment on, you know, up-to-date K-pop news. Um, sometimes when I'm bored at work, if I see something interesting that happened in K-pop, sometimes I'll just, you know, I'll just tweet on it um, to keep from doing work. Um, and that is um, also one area where you can also um, directly speak to us. Um, Again, I want to uh, give a shout out to Jean Cha Cha. Um, solidarity between K pop podcasts. Um, it's hard out here for a pimp. Um, <laughs> you know, they uh, <laughs> um, you know, they promoted us, so you know, I'm gonna promote them, Jean Cha Cha. Um, they're out here doing their thing, so um, whenever you have time Done listening to us. Um, listen to Eugene Jia Cha. See what they've got to offer. Um, no, I think uh, K-pop as a whole. I mean, it's got it's it's got its own niche. It's got its own thing now. Um, and I think you know it's only deserving of having more podcasts, more you know media things to kind of bring the community together. So. I'm all in favor of it. So, yes. Change um, Cha and Not Your Average Netizens, maybe we can do something sometime. What do you guys think? I don't know. Um, so, that's it for me. Do you guys have any last things to say for this week? Nah. Just missing, I mean, ladies' night is fun, but missing the boys. Hope you guys are back soon. Yeah. I, I I try and do a thing. Um, I I you know Sunday is kind of an iffy day. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe doing, you know, per, it'll maybe doing one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday a month, and then going from there. Because um, I know that people are available on different days, so maybe trying that. Maybe that'll that'll work better. So. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, any of you guys that have any um, comments or um, any ideas on what our more popular podcasts are, what you think is more popular with the general public, or um, why some podcasts get 1,000 and some listens and some get 300 and some, um, <laughs> we'd be very helpful to hear. So, yeah. Um, anything else? Somebody pray for Sonomu's revival. They can do it. You just have to pray for it. Okay. They can come back. They can do it. Okay. Okay, we should all do this for Shannon because she TS needs to have a new moneymaker. Secret's going to contract is expired and they are not coming back. I think people. Secret has one more song in them. One they more. have not put out a song in two years. They're not putting out another song. No, I think they will put out one more song before they decide to just, like, they'll be like, we decide to, you know, disband. They'll put out one more. I mean, Jiyoon and Hyosung will have solo careers after. Like, because 
Joe Song's already working on another solo album. So I'll at least have that, but I'll miss Hana because her career is over when Secrets is done. <laughs> and it's so sad because she's actually talented, but nobody loves her. Oh, I love Hana. I know, I love her too. I but don't know, maybe she'll be on the next I'm Pretty Rapper. Korea doesn't like her, and Korea rapper. especially hates her now that she had that huge Twitter war with Sanhua, who Korea loves. So, well, you know, like I said, maybe she'll be on Pretty Rap Star Three. You know, it helped Yezzy, so maybe that'll maybe that's what she needs to do. Maybe there's hope yet, Shannon. Yeah, but Yezzy actually had a small fan base to begin with. I don't know if Hana has that. Well, I didn't. I didn't know of it beforehand. I mean, I think a lot of people did not know of Yezzy really well until I'm Pretty Rap Star. So, it can be done. Okay, I guess if that's it, then I will, um, uh, you know, call this a podcast for this week. Thank you guys for listening to us, and um, thank you for supporting us as always. Thank you, Janelle and Shannon, for being here as always. We could not thank do you this without Ash. you. Yay! Yay! And we will see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.